0: Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin. Hey all you hip cool cats. We're back. Good evening everybody. Glad you came back to listen to us again. Hi. Well we are the Bitcoin Roundtable.
1: We
2: are. I was thinking maybe at the start of the podcast we should actually just quickly state what the U.S. dollar value of Bitcoin is at.
1: It's a really good idea. Fantastic.
2: Awesome. So as we sit here around this round table, I will casually look at my browser and say, "Bitcoin is worth oh, how much is it worth, Vince?"
0: Ding 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 ding. Uh, well, eleven nineteen. So it's eleven thousand twenty dollars, depending on what site you're looking at. Minecraft. Where are you at? I got 11,150. All right, I like mine better. So I basically cracked 11,000,
2: went up a bit, and we'll see what happens, who knows? Maybe they'll go up, maybe they'll go down. It'll probably do one of those, or maybe just go sideways, hard to say.
0: It seems to be going up right now.
1: It's good that you described that, because before you nonchalantly said, Bitcoin's at seven, we're talking thousands.
2: Should I have dressed up for this? I didn't realize we were getting
0: photographed. So I'm in a t-shirt that says, what? Dad? Dad. Dad, yeah, huh? Like, I got an old man sweater on. This is why we're doing a podcast. I'm
1: going to post on Instagram.
0: Oh. Should have dressed up. I mean, I'll wear a suit next time. We're getting dressed up for folks. So okay. I'd get my suit out. I haven't worn it in a while.
1: Let's get the suits out next
0: oh, week. Oh, no. Maybe I'll just... Get a snuggie and what do they call them? The snuggle blanket.
1: Um, the all-in-one like onesies. They call them
2: a snuggie. Yeah. <laughs> the snuggies. They call them a snuggie. Take a picture of me in that. You
0: know they sold millions of those kind of things.
2: <laughs> okay, the news that I thought was interesting. Probably know of Warren Buffett's view on Bitcoin. Yes. Well, he was pretty negative on Bitcoin. And I'll quote he, he chose to describe Bitcoin as a noxious poison.
0: Warren Buffett, probably the oracle of Omaha. He's
2: the vice chairman of uh, Berkshire Hathaway, which is a world famous investment firm. The guy's basically just been studying and investing in stocks all his life and has made himself and a huge amount of people a lot of money. Third or fourth um, on Forbes money list. And you know, so something I read tonight, it continues to reaffirm the fact that people say things and that's not necessarily what they really mean. (laughs) Come on. Well, look, one of Berkshire Hathaway's companies that they own is a railway, BNSF railway. And it seems now they just became the first major railroad to join the blockchain and transport alliance. The owner of the railway, the president, goes on to state members of the blockchain initiative, the blockchain and transport alliance understand that blockchain isn't just an ordinary disruptor. Its technology will revolutionize the way people do business and the group further stated that it firmly believes that 10% of global GDP will be stored on the blockchain by 2025. When you have industry saying those types of things, you need to stand up and start to listen. These guys are getting on the bandwagon, and Warren Buffett likes to talk it down, but everybody's joining it, including firms that he owns. If you really think he's against Bitcoin, I would have to advise you to maybe reconsider the way you read the news. Did
0: that news come out today, Derek? Tuesday, February 20th. It says that's today. It's hot off the press That is going to be huge for Bitcoin going forward, because... I do believe an awful lot of people will follow Warren Buffett's
2: lead. Well, no, no, but he's talked it down, right? And it's interesting. Well, he until he decided to publicly support it. Well, no, one of his companies is. What it really means is he's talking it down while they're getting in on it.
0: <laughs> it they're, they're suppressing
2: the price, getting in early so they can continue to rule the world. They are getting in early. Meanwhile, talking it down. and It's like everything you read in the press. Like, you can't trust the press anymore. Most of the press is highly underpaid. They are now paid to write articles. If somebody wants to depress the price of Bitcoin, like we talked about with the FUD, it's very effective. Make no mistake, big money is getting in. And... Before you know it, oh, you're going to get left behind if you're not getting involved. I just wanted to bring that up because it just continually proves my point. Jamie Dimon, all the big captains of finance, hugely against the negative on Bitcoin. But when we really start to dig deep enough, you find out these guys are uh, huge into the Bitcoin and blockchain. And by the way, there is no blockchain without Bitcoin. A completely distributed ledger requires a method of payment otherwise if I'm running a node on the ledger how am I going to get paid you can't have a ledger without coin
0: <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right
2: okay Vince what did you learn last week about cryptocurrency how's your ripple doing
0: ripple is back up Oh actually, which I was quite happy about. I think I checked it this afternoon Is at a dollar twelve. Oh I still talk about the hundred dollars. I have at a dollar four and I'm still happy with Ripple. But I thought we wanted to speak a little bit about inflation and how it ties in with Bitcoin.
2: Oh, is that what we wanted to talk about? Libby, what were we gonna talk about?
1: We were gonna talk about inflation and how it ties in with Bitcoin. Right.
2: Oh. Okay, so Vince, what's inflation?
0: So it's basically the increase in the prices of goods and the value of our currencies is always dropping. You know what, $20 or 20 years ago, you can't nearly get as much as you can today. Darren, plain Inflation.
2: I'm just going to talk about my opinion because I'm not a financial guru by any means. I'm sure I'll be wrong about many things in this, but I'm just going to go with my gut here. Inflation is effectively the decline in value of a currency in the simplest term perhaps five years ago a dollar canadian would buy you a loaf of bread mm-hmm. whereas now five years later what's the price of bread libby
1: i mean you bought a very nice loaf the <laughs> other day for
2: 4.99 4.99 yeah
1: So on sale you yeah. might be able to get one for three $3.49, three forty nine three ninety nine but it's not cheap
2: so that's what we're talking about
0: remember when they used to have penny candies no i don't remember Remember being a kid and you used to be able to go in if you got a dime and you could buy 10 penny candies and they had bins of them. If you managed to scrape together 75 cents, you could get 75 Candies. Yeah. yeah. I don't think the penny candy exists anymore.
1: But you can go to Belt Barn and get a scoop.
0: But they're not a penny.
2: The price goes up, but in real terms, what it really means is the value of the dollar you're holding is declining in real value, which means it can't buy as much as it used to be able to. This is why people invest money instead of sticking it under their mattress. There should be one reason anyways, because... Like in the eighties, ten thousand dollars was a lot of money They buy a house for about thirty thousand now uh you know what are houses now four hundred I think you could touch anything for less than two three it really to invest your money in with a, in some type of ETF or in the stock market, sure, it says you're making money, but really, if you're making three or four percent a year on it, you' are really just offsetting the cost of inflation.
0: So how how does inflation not affect Bitcoin, or does it?
2: Okay, well, to try to keep it straightforward, let me ask you, Vince, what causes inflation?
0: A rise in the price of goods and services. Why do they rise? Supply and demand? Mm, Supply and demand. Well, I guess everything
2: obeys the law of supply and demand, but inflation happens because the government prints more money. Um, It also happens because it's the easiest way for governments to reduce their debt burden. And on the other side of the spectrum, you know, like inflation is just the easy solution for bankers, governments, everybody. It's not a good thing for me or you because it's constantly losing value in real terms. As an example, you know, in Ontario, uh, with Kathleen Wynn, there's an increase in minimum wage, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody gets paid more. Well, they've raised the floor on wages.
0: Which I applaud. I'd just like to say.
2: You feel better about your job when you get raises. Sure. You know, unions are always going for an increase in a year, 3% a year increase in their wages.
0: The more money the lower middle class have to make, the more money they have to spend, and that goes right back into the economy, that's proof. When people are
2: happier, when they get raises, Um, now for governments, it's a lot easier to have inflation because then everybody keeps getting paid more. Yet in real terms, they're not really making more but they think they are, they're happier. It makes for a happier populace because it keeps everybody thinking they're doing well.
0: Can't okay. you also look at it like your raise is keeping up with inflation? So yeah. It's a win-win, is it not? It's, it's chicken and egg
2: scenario, sure. right? Because people are used to inflation, although they may not be able to put their finger on it. They understand it. They're like, I used to make $11 an hour when I was in high school. Now I need to make 14 because the rent's gone up
0: and the price of food's gone up and hydro's tripled. Well, the increase in pay doesn't put more money in your pocket. It just helps you to keep buying what you were buying. It, it keeps payable. you treading water. That's all you can do in
2: So that's kind of a description of inflation. And the opposite is called stagflation. And that is when the value of money increases. Does that happen often? No. (laughs) It's a rare scenario, but it's devastating to an economy. Because if the money in your pocket is going to be worth more tomorrow than it is today
0: across a whole
2: country... Nobody's going to spend today? Nobody's going to spend. Right. They're gonna hoard. They're gonna yes. hoard as much money as they can. Right. Put off all purchases, purchases except the truly essential purchases. Because the money we worth tomorrow. Tomorrow, when I go to spend it, it'll be worth more the next day. Right. So what you get is kill the retail industry. Nobody wants to buy anything. Yeah. And
0: it kind of reminds me of those funny signs you see in bars that always say uh, "free beer yesterday." Some people might argue that stagflation is is good. I
2: mean, it's good if you're holding on to money, but sure, if you run a business and you're, you know, you're running a restaurant, or
0: but nobody's going to go out to eat. You no, know, the are around the middle and lower class spending money.
2: That's inflation kind of in a nutshell. And for governments, it's fantastic. From the government of Timbuktu, I owe $300 million U.S. for whatever reason. And I have released government bonds which means I sold IOUs to people saying that this bond
0: is worth so much money yeah yeah
2: so say I sold 300 bonds a million each And people buy those bonds and you say, okay, well, I'll pay you 8% or 3% a year on that million. And uh, what really happens is if you inflate the value of money, then well, the, the real value of the bonds have decreased. Say over the span of 30 years, like I have a 30-year bonds for $300 million. At the end, I'll pay them back. If somehow I can increase my taxes on my citizens, the housing taxes or such, or income tax, it's a boon to me because I can pay my debts back more easily. If I inflate the value of money, And my citizens are making twice as much. And because they're making twice as much, they're paying a higher tax rate. You're going to
0: get your money on the back end.
2: And the housing's worth three times what it used to be.
0: Yeah.
2: It means I'm just making money hand over fist and I'm paying off these debts with very little cost. Right. It's not a trick. It's just what governments do. If they reduce the true value of money, it's great if you are in debt because it's a lot easier to pay it back because it's worth less. And that's inflation. And to be honest with you, society has a hard time to function in a stagflated states. And if you're a government and you're undergoing stagflation, you have high debts, then you're really in trouble. In trouble. Because it costs you a lot more money to try to pay those debts off. They're, they're increasing in real terms and it becomes more difficult for you to pay those back. Anyways, bank bailouts. I mean, I think the U.S. right now is printing, th- what did I say, three million a day? Most governments are printing currency hand over fist. It's no different in Europe with the huge issue with banking in the 2008, 2009. A lot of these banks are still zombie banks, still affected huge amount of loans out. And a
0: lot of these loans are bad debt, meaning that they'll never get paid back. Well, there were an awful lot of people that got uh, very angry after the whole 2008 crisis. And that's where a lot of cryptocurrencies really... Started to take off.
2: Well, Bitcoin. I mean, it started be partly because of the bank bailout. Because of the right? banking bailout, right? Too big to fail, right? Oh, you can't sure. let it. You can't let yeah. a bank fail. So, let's take all the taxes that we've collected off the citizens.
0: Yeah.
2: And give them to the banks. That's where your taxes went. And it's still happening. So. This is why Bitcoin was invented. Um, And it's also why Bitcoin has a hard cap on it of just under 21 million. That means it will never be more than 21 million Bitcoin ever. I think it reaches 21 million or just under 21 million in about the year 2040.
0: There's always going to be 21 million whether Bitcoin is worth what it is today at 11, that's just rounded up to two or a million dollars. There will still only be 21 million bitcoins. So therefore, there's where inflation comes in to the car conversation regarding Bitcoin. Right?
2: If you're holding U.S. dollars, you know the U.S. government's printing three million a day, continually making more.
0: For you, for those of you keeping score out there, Darren just agreed with something I said. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I noticed
0: that as well. You were listening well, Perfect. you understand the subject. shouldn't needed to come into it because I, I always understood it, but it's, it needs to tie into the conversation.
2: Well, I mean, that's why people are getting into Bitcoin. Sure, Bitcoin could go to zero because uh, Bitcoin only has value if people assign it a value. But your
0: $11,000 Bitcoin could be worth a hundred thousand in
2: two years. It, you know, it's already locked in past that point. It is. It has been assigned value by more than enough people. Yes. To continue forward, and it's showing its resilience there's only ever gonna be 21 million. Find me another currency that isn't virtual where you can say there will only ever be so many of these. Uh, Pesos, Brazilian reals, Japanese yen, euros, dollar. They're all printing because like we discussed earlier, an inflated currency is almost always the best option for government, for people. It's not great because if you're holding on to money, it's declining in value in real terms, continuously. A lot of people are really starting to take a hard look at Bitcoin because I know if I own a Bitcoin, there will never be more than 21 million people that will ever be able to own a Bitcoin.
0: I want a whole Bitcoin. What's
2: the population of the planet? I don't know. Is it at 7 billion yet? Uh, Libby knows, probably.
1: Yeah, it's, I thought
0: it was nine. Hang on. It can't be 9. Somewhere between it's, it's, 7 and it's, 9 billion. It's weirdly it's high. Not, it's,
1: not it's, gone up, it's gone up a lot in the last, like, 10 years. What? I was surprised. It, it's gone up, like, 2 billion since I looked last Oh, 7.6 billion world
2: population 7.6 point 7. Point? Okay, so there's 7.6 billion people Wow. 7.6 billion. According to Wikipedia Okay. The world population we get is estimated to have So, say maybe out of that 7.6 billion maybe 4 billion are adults. Over 18, right. Say 4 billion people want Bitcoin. And they all buy the same amount of Bitcoin. How many Bitcoin will each of them own? Oh, uh, Darren,
0: you went to engineering school. You tell me, buddy. Not
2: a lot. Not a lot. <laughs> Nowhere near even one Bitcoin each. Right. So if there's a flippin' in the critical juncture point at which everybody goes to Bitcoin and dumps their uh, fiat currency, which they're holding fiat currency being physical currency issued by your government. When the flippening happens and there's a rush to Bitcoin, you you don't want to be on the wrong end of that. Now, there's also other things referred to as the flippening as in Mm -hmm. um, some people believe Ethereum will overtake Bitcoin in uh, market cap value.
0: Blah, blah, blah. I don't don't hear an Ethereum podcast. And to be honest with you, I'd advise anyone
2: if you want to cover your bases as it were, then maybe pick up a little Ethereum as well. I don't know. That's what we talked about last week, right?
0: Cryptocurrency.
2: Bitcoin's pretty much much the King Daddy at this point. Well, Bitcoin or Taylor Swift.
0: Hmm.
1: Taylor Swift.
2: Taylor Swift, you got a thing for Taylor Swift? I don't want to talk
0: about Taylor Swift. She's not a latte. <laughs> she doesn't like lattes? I don't know. I don't know the girl. I bet well, maybe she does. she's
2: listening to the podcast and give her oh. a little special shout out.
0: Well, Taylor, I'll give you a special shout out because I do live with three teenagers and we listen to a lot of your songs. <laughs> which, which one gets you dancing? Oh boy. I, I, I like old Taylor. The new Taylor she talks about how she died. She actually has a line in one of her songs to say, the old Taylor is dead. I kind of like the old Taylor. And I like country Taylor. People change.
1: She's like Madonna. She's reinventing herself all the time.
2: I mean, look at Miley Cyrus. She's changed.
0: Yeah, but Miley Cyrus twerks. Yeah, but she used to be Hannah Montana. Not anymore. Big used to be Hannah Montana. And yeah. she doesn't
1: twerk anymore. She regrets those
0: days. Good, 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 good. You want to ride a ball, ride a ball. But don't go twerking. Ride a ball.
1: No the wrecking
0: ball. Oh, the wrecking ball. All right. Oh, see?
2: <laughs> well, she was trying to break free of her
0: stereotype. You don't read the entertainment section in the newspaper, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't read newspapers. Ah, uh, so I read everything, even the stuff that no one cares about I.
1: a lot of people care about, about the entertainment section that's what most people only care about
0: oh I just read it because it's part of the paper I guess they don't read the finance section right really now well. but anyway Taylor I hope you're listening and uh, buy a little bitcoin I
2: probably owns a hell of a bitcoin
0: well we wanted to thank everybody for listening to our podcast once again this week and uh, do you think s-
2: anybody's listening I wondered who knows if you
0: are listening could you please let us know <laughs>
2: Um, um,
1: my parents are
2: Call us up Or oh, our Twitter handle Yeah we got
0: a Twitter send us, handle Send us a tweet We're feeling lonely
1: Or Instagrammers
0: And how are we doing With our uh, Web page Content Yeah
2: that's That's my responsibility <laughs> and, um... I don't know what's going
0: on uh, We're working on it, folks. I dropped the ball. Yeah, my bad. I
1: started a blog in the interim, but if only to put the iTunes link and the podcast link on there.
0: We do have other things, and we're going to pay jobs that we do. We do? We do. We do. This doesn't pay us yet. Unless you want to bring us some money, Starbucks. Yeah. Give us a call. Or Taylor. (laughs) Oh, Taylor, if you'd like to bring us some money, please
2: do. Vince, you sound like you're only doing this for the money.
0: No, but money always helps. There's nothing wrong with doing something for money. Well it does grease the wheels of industry. There's absolutely nothing. Anything worth doing is worth doing for money. And I quote I believe that's a Wall Street quote. Is that a quote? Was it? Yeah, the that's, movie Wall Street doesn't I believe. Quite ring. Anything worth doing is worth doing for money. Gordon Gecko, I believe, said that. So you're anti Bitcoin. No, but I am pro Gordon Gecko just because I love his personality. <laughs> but we need to say goodbye. So say goodnight and goodbye, Darren. No. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk a little, talk a little more about Taylor's then. So, Taylor, if you, do, if you do want to get involved in our podcast, please, you know, get a hold of us. And, uh, you know, like we're never, ever, ever getting back. No, that's not Taylor. We're never, ever getting back together again. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't want to sing
2: Taylor, though. I like the wrecking ball. Shake
1: it out. Shake it Nobody out. Nobody likes shake.
2: Molly Cyrus better than Molly. You don't even know a real you're it's Miley. I'm Molly. sorry.
0: When you know her as well as I do, it's Molly. Oh, <laughs> The voice. <laughs> well, Uh-oh.
2: Miley Cyrus, if you're listening, uh, send an evil message to Vince.
0: Put him in his place. I don't hate you, Molly. I just like Taylor better. <laughs> oh. Keep saying Molly. I just kind of like Taylor better.
2: All right. Take care. See you soon. Let the coins fall forever in your favor. There you go.
0: Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin.